so quiet. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. Did we come to give God some glory this morning? We came to give Him some praise. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Did we come to worship the Lord this morning? (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is worthy of the praise. The Bible said from the uprising of the sun until the going down of the same, He's worthy. I give God glory this morning for bringing us all back into his house another time. I am so privileged to have sat under my two brothers this morning and heard what the Lord has been sharing with them. I myself could quite happily just go home now because I feel like I got a word. Pastor Keaton, Jagan, thank you. But I just want to take a few minutes. I won't be with you long but I just want to take a few minutes to encourage our hearts this morning as we've been talking about the armor of God, the foundation, the formation. And I want to just touch a little bit on what the armor takes us into. The armor of God is God's gift to every soldier of the cross because God is faithful, and God is true. And God does not set us up to fail. So if God is sending you to battle, you can believe he's gonna give you the tools you need, not just to fight, y'all, but to win. Because the God we serve can do anything but fail. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. Say it like you know it. Do you believe that this morning? Come on, Jonathan, you're with me. Praise the Lord. God does not set us up to fail. He sets us up for success. And this is why we have the armor of God. This is why we have the covering of God. Because God is telling us that we as children of the Most High, we have the authority to go into the enemy's camp and take back what the devil has stolen. Amen? Oh, you all don't understand what I'm trying to tell you this morning. I didn't come to play. I came to worship. I come, let me just give you a little bit of a backstory that might help you to understand why I am the the way I am. I was not born to a military family, but I was born to a family of warriors. I was born out of people who learnt that there is power in prayer once you are clothed in the armour. I came from people who understood what it was to access the heavenly realms. I came from people who were not put off by the distress and the difficulty of the situations that lay ahead. Now, I don't tell you this because I'm any better than you are. I want you to understand when you are exposed to something for such a long time, you easily become that thing. So I never learned how to tiptoe and tap on the door of heaven and say, Jesus, could you ask God to let me in? I never learned that way. I learned that because of who I am and who God says I am, I have every right to go knock down that door and say, God, I need you right now. 
That's how I learned. And so I understood early that I had divine access to unlimited power once I knew who the God I serve was in me. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? All right, we can journey now. Praise the Lord. We've heard the scripture today from Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. But I want to add one more verse, if I may. And that's verse 18. And after we are clothed in this armour, and I just want to tell you something about this armour. This armour is not superficial. It's supernatural. It is not seen by the physical eye, but oh God, the spiritual man knows how to use it. Listen, when you walk into the enemy's camp, you better be clothed correctly. Because the word of God says that the enemy of our souls, 1 Peter 5 verse 8, is like a roaring lion seeking to devour whom he may. And the whom is us. Every child of God that came into agreement with Jesus Christ when they said yes, you entered a wonderful family, but you instantly put a target on your back. The enemy had lost another one and he was determined not to let you go. So as Christians and as children of God, we are in battle all the time. And this is not a doom and gloom message. I've come to encourage you. I'm not really, I'm not an aggressive person. I don't like to argue. I don't like to fight. I will find a peaceful way to resolve a situation if I can. But when it comes to spiritual matters, when the enemy decides to mess in my business, I turn into a different person. I don't have any time for sweet talking with the enemy. I just get my prayer gear on and I get going. Could I get an amen? We were talking this morning, this, this week, and Pastor Joel said to me, if we were vehicles, if we use vehicles to describe how we are in prayer, what would I be? And, and you know, I thought about it, I thought about it, and he was thinking maybe very sporty, hits top gear real quick, off she goes. But you know, I, didn't, I thought about it, and I thought, no. I am a truck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. And I've decided that it's a Ram 1500 5.7 Hemi engine. <laughs> Come on, y'all, don't play with me. I don't play, I don't play. When it comes to prayer life, I don't play because I know that God is faithful. I know that God is true. And I know that God is who he says he is. I know that God will do what he says he will do. I know that God can do anything but fail. He's God. He's God. He's God. So when I talk about my Ram 1500, I'm not going to touch the 3500. We're not going there today. But when I talk about 
the Hemi 5.7 engine. I'm thinking about the power under the bonnet. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. I've driven them, so you, as you can tell. Um, thanks be to my lovely husband, I get the opportunity to drive his vehicles, his work vehicles, and that is by far, to date, my favorite. You know why? Because if you want a Sunday drive in the truck, it's okay, you can do that. But there are some times when you need to put your foot on the gas and you need to go. Oh, hello, anybody? Anybody in the place? Anybody? There are some times when you need the power that's underneath your hood. There's some times you need to engage the 5.7, hello, and I don't mind doing it. Oh, especially on a hill, come on, come on. I tell you, that is what I think about when I think about prayer. Because sometimes there are some journeys we have to make in prayer, and they're not easy ones. They're not easy ones. And this is why God has given us this amazing armor. It's not so much about individual pieces, but it's more about the completeness of the covering and the protection. That completeness means that we have divine access to places we could not otherwise go. So it's important that we understand who we are and what we have. Verse 18 said, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for all God's people. We don't serve in solitary confinement. We journey together. We walk together, we pray together, we serve together. I know that there are some of us who may be in the room saying, but I, I can't pray that way. I, I, I don't know how to do it. Can I tell you at the core, prayer is talking to God. And it doesn't matter what language you use, he understands. It doesn't matter what angle you're coming from, he's there to listen. Prayer is one of the most powerful weapons of our warfare, and I love it. Let me tell you two things about myself, if you know me any at all. One, I don't like the cold. My colleagues can bear me out on that one. And two, I believe in the power of prayer. And that's the core of my encouragement to you today. My brothers have taken us through the armor and have shown us about the foundation and the formation. But once all of that is all together, you don't just sit in your armor and do nothing. The armor was given for a purpose. Don't waste it. Get up and activate it. I don't know where you're at today. I don't know what might be going on with you, but I believe each one of us has a battleground that we're dealing with. Amen? Amen. 
I'm not wishing war on you, but this is reality. This is, a, this is a check because we are who we are. We are God's people and we are God's children. And there's always something that the enemy is trying to strip from you. But I've come to let you know this morning that God got here before we did. And he knew what was coming. I know the war has already been won. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glorifying God for that. But there are a few battles we will still fight before we get home. But I want you to know this morning, no matter how hard the battle may be, no matter how tough the journey is, God is faithful and God is able. There's an old song that we used to sing and the words would say, no matter how oft I stop to pray, no matter how rough may be the way, I'm bound for that city because God deemed it to be so. People of God, as you step into prayer, you step through a portal. We leave the physical and we enter the spiritual. And you have to decide whether you're coming out on the other side victoriously or not. If you are not willing to get your hands dirty, as it were. Don't bother going there. Don't bother. Because the enemy doesn't come to play. He has no love for God's people. He has no desire that we would prosper. That's God's plan for us. I listened to the Lady Ruth today as she spoke. And this is a woman I love very much. I have come to honor and respect her because she, my friends, is a prayer warrior. When this woman prays for you, she accesses some levels of heaven. Sometimes I just say, God, will you take me there one day? She gets to a place in God that you experience him on a new level. And I look at people like these and I say, God, thank you. Thank you for them. Continue to keep them because it's people like these who go to battle for us. Do you know there are times when you can't pray? Okay, let me talk about myself. There are times when I can't pray. There are times when the circumstances are so rough, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to turn. But thanks be to God for warriors like these who will stand in the gap for us. I want to encourage you this morning as scripture says, having done all to stand, utilize your weapons. Utilize your weapons. God-given weapons. God-maintained weapons. God-ordained weapons to bring down the plans of the enemy for you. Whatever they may be, God can handle them. I want to leave you with this encouragement. Wherever you are, whatever you are going through, prayer is a key. When you stand at the door, you can't see any way to access. I encourage you, strap on your armor and step into the prayer room and watch God work it out for you. I don't say these things lightly. I talk about them because I know 
that prayer changes things. I know that prayer changes everything. And I know that when I pray, they're not stuck on the ceiling, but they've gone beyond and God has heard my prayer. I'm gonna leave you now, but I wanna encourage you this morning. The word of God says we should keep praying regardless of how we feel, regardless of what the day may bring, keep praying. Keep using your weapons. That's what keeps them sharp. A dull blade will do the job, but a sharp one will do it well. Amen? Amen. Amen. Brethren, I want to encourage you this morning with a verse of scripture from 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's what you have. That's what you have access to. That's what you can call on. That's what you can step into. So I encourage you this morning, put on your armor after you've taken off all the other things first. Put on your armor, put on God and put the devil in his place. God bless you, God keep you. God cause his face to shine upon every one of you and may God grant you his eternal peace. I'm gonna invite the worship team to come back to us this morning as I just encourage you, people of God, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He has already won the war. It's only the battles we have to take care of. God bless you in Jesus' name.